absolutely only do one take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Back by popular demand is me, Jess. (laughs) And with me today in the studio is one of our co-hosts, the CEO and everyone's favourite third wheel, Kieran. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Am I third wheeling this right now? Yes. (laughs) And... Also with us today is the hostess with the mostess, the chief audio engineer, and the only person to graduate from Soldier Boys Dance School, it's Tash. <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> you? How are you guys? Uh, we're pretty good to be coming back. What's this, Soldier's what? Uh, well, you know, we, you. Soldier Boy. You know? Oh, the song. I thought you actually went to dance school. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I went out to George's bar. <laughs> and uh, requested that they play the song, and then um, our very good friend Trash. And then he continued I to do the entire continued dance Continued to do the whole uh, Superman that ho dance, you know. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, but we are fantastic. We are back. We're fit. We are fit. <laughs> oh, and amazingly, we got through the whole challenge. Oh, no, I'm weight fucking, loss I can't believe that fucking happened. It you was amazing. You guys are looking so skinny. It's pretty good. And I was going to say, do you want to go? Wait, wait, before we before we talk about the weight loss challenge and do a do a couple of rants and this and that, um, I want to say something very exciting. And I messaged you about it, and I messaged you about it. You're Jess. pregnant. Well done. I did it again. <laughs> I lost all this weight just to get pregnant. Yeah, uh, that's what happens when you get to a certain weight. You can actually, as a man, get pregnant. It's very interesting how you can do that. But very exciting news, and I hopefully this is what uh, this is something that people will be using right now as they're listening. The We Only Do One Take podcast is on Spotify. How exciting. It's only taken. We've had a fight with them in like episode 20 or something like that. Where we, we couldn't get on the platform. They being a bit of a dick to us, but they're good now. The next challenge, the next hurdle is Pornhub. We're going to get back on that hey. one, baby. And we will do our porno. I will third wheel <laughs> you two doing a porno. Ah, I'll be no the dr- dr- I'll be like the director. He's he's like, be- you know, <laughs> the, he's- the cameraman. <laughs> he's gonna be in the closet. That's what he's gonna do. He's just, <laughs> oh, he's super- in the closet. Even <laughs> <laughs> with the Superman <laughs> costume, <laughs> or maybe I should say Catwoman costume. I don't know. One of the two. Oh, this is getting kinky. Ooh. Oh dear, already. <laughs> we only this show can turn from zero to Shmiro. I don't know. I'm- <laughs> What's it we only like a- do How- one take if you know it, catch my drift. Oh. <laughs> What's it taken like over a year to? How long have you been doing this for? Over a year now. It would be about uh, forty-five episodes. It's taken so about a year, give or t- just under a year. That's a yeah, pretty good. Finally, to get finally, on and already long. we've uh, had a look at some of the stats. Mm. People listening to the show on uh, on Spotify. And majority of the people listening to it on Spotify are it's actually it's only just a majority. It's women at the moment listening to it on Spotify, about a sixty forty ratio. But people are really liking the latest couple of episodes, uh, the one with Adam on it, the one with Dan on it, because they're just like, "Yep, we're on Spotify. We want to get it out there." That's so good. Fantastic. So it's really cool to sort of hear. But we've done that. We're on Spotify. If you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you very much because we love you so much. But Kieran, do you want to talk about? The weight loss challenge. Yes, I do want to talk about the weight loss challenge. I think that we should just get it over and done with because I think at the last episode we were both very much of the opinion of even if we lose, 
we're happy. Which it could be me. I, I could be. I could have lost this. And I, and I was actually very scared because while you were yeah. in Singapore, I saw you and I'm like, you've lost a lot of shit out of weight. Yeah, so basically you video called us like you always do. Yeah. Consistently video calling <laughs> us. And we were in the Uber, yeah. <laughs> which is another great story in itself, <laughs> going to our friend's 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, and you... Uh, uh, FaceTimed us and Alice and I were in the back seat of the Uber and we saw your face. Mm. And instead of like, you know how you always do that horrible <laughs> under chin angle, um, your face looked extremely thin. And I must admit, looking at the both of you right now, you both look like you've lost a considerable amount of weight. So I'm really interested. All right. I think you might be... Well... I don't know. Okay, so I lost a grand total. You want to tell it? Okay. A grand total. This was weighed in last week before last week. I went to Singapore. Okay. Correct. 8.3 kilos. Oh. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well done! My God, I'm so proud of you. Two kilos were put on in, in Singapore. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know, I'll give it to you. Eight and a half kilos. That's how much you lost. That's really it's all good. good. So I think I weighed myself roughly... Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. At the same time. Yeah, yeah. And Jess can verify, which is the best thing. Yeah. And uh, you'd be very sad to know that I lost in the six point nine <laughs> kilos. I went down from eighty six point seven to seventy seven point one. A total loss of eleven point one percent of my body weight. And in that time, I ran seventy four kilometers. Wow. I was very happy with myself. Wow. But that means... Uh, you know what that means, Jess? Yeah. Someone has to read an apology. Yeah. And Jess, you've heard the numbers. You've heard the stats. So, how, wait, how, many, how much did you lose? I lost 9.6. And how much did you lose, Kieran? Because you just said just now 6.9. And I was like, no, you didn't. You lost nearly 10 kilos. Oh, kilos. I did. Yeah, 6.9. But I haven't, wor- I haven't worked out dyslexia. the body percentage. Exactly. So we'll. Well, do we'll, you want to quickly do the body percentage? I think now? maybe you should. Anthony, accountant, he did his maths today. So maybe pass your stats over to right. Turch and so how much, do the maths. How much did you weigh initially? Uh, 108. Okay, wait, wait. How much do you weigh now? Uh, now, to as of today? As of the eight. As, as, of, as the, of, we'll give you the yeah. when you lost eight kids. What was it? So I'm, it was just over 100. So I was 100 points. Four, I think it was. 100.4? And then I, I started in it, um, what did I say? Uh, 108, 109. 108. 108.1? Uh, I think it was 108.5. 0.5. You lost a total of 8%. Is that oh, what you're getting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're getting too? I you got 11.1. 11. 11. That's so close. Oh, I know. But, but very happy. But, and that's exactly right. It's hard to... You've got to read the the apology, Kim. <laughs> you've got to do it, which sucks because you've done such an incredible job. I must admit, like I thought you'd lose a little bit of weight because when you when you motivate yourself, you can do it. But that's incredible. The I'm hardest, extremely the proud hardest of you. thing, though the the hardest thing, and anyone who's doing a, a challenge or something like that, it was that first week. It was the first week. I saw you in that first week, and you looked <laughs> like you wanted to kill everybody around you, I including did. yourself. But it was fascinating when I had made the decision. I think you were there that night, where yeah. I was like, "I'm not eating. Yeah, you're not breaking. Yeah. I'm not breaking," and I I wasn't going to break, no matter how much people tempted. And and you were a great support, Jess. You were a you're great welcome. support. Uh, but I was just like, wow, like that mindset of like, it's not going to happen. Like, wow, you can do it. 
you did a really good job because the boys were just eating bowls of chips in front of you and it was very, very cruel. But you did really well and you honestly looked like you were having serious withdrawal. Oh, I was having, <laughs> I was having no, serious You were pale, withdrawals. you were shaking, you were... Uh, I was cranky. You were I was cranky. moody. Very irritable. Oh, very irritable. Very yeah, irritable. Yeah, but so it sucks that you have to read an apology, yes. but... So, as per the rules that we started off with... Are a, so close. A 250 okay. word. Look, as... As much as I want, I, I give you absolute credit. You were a very much a worthy yeah. adversary in this whole challenge. And it was actually really It is very good. rare for us to pay each other compliments. I know. This I is know. like, we're just like, we did it. We lost weight. People have like, tuned was... into the podcast <laughs> to, yell at, to hear us yell and criticize one another. 54 days we've been, been trying to lose weight. In that mm. time, we've basically lost like, you know, 17 kilos between us. Incredible. Incredible. Oh, yeah. You know, it's um, in American, that just, that's like 15 to 20 pounds. It's it's fantastic. That just goes to show when you really put your mind to it. And also, make it a competition. I think the competition is <laughs> the competition. <laughs> well, speaking of competition, last time you lost another challenge, which was the push-up challenge. <laughs> yeah, but I totally... He didn't even try that one. <laughs> okay. And we all knew that one. But this one here, I feel like you definitely some credit to you. But I went and... Different route mm-hmm. for your apology this time. Okay. Because last time I thought it'd be funny to make f- fun of you <laughs> for reading various words. This that, time. Yeah, that he couldn't pronounce. That he couldn't pronounce. This time I figure we'll do something else. And yeah. Jess, would you like to get the video camera for video? Oh, proof? yeah, of course. Uh, another reason why you're here today. <laughs> <laughs> and when. Um, when you're ready with the video camera. Although you're always complaining about my video skills. That's so. true. As long as you hold it sideways. Because when I laugh, I shake the camera. Uh, sideways. Do you know what the disappointing thing is? I'm wearing the same jumper that I wore. Oh, the you <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're in a different studio. We're in a proper studio now. Oh my God, okay. you actually are. Oh, no, I, think I, I think I wear this like every Thursday. I think you just, do. It's just like, warm and it's just my It's just my jumper that's like you know, uh, warm. and yeah. yeah, you're not in your Ugg boots that's for once, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was driving, it was driving. All right, Jess, click play on the recorder. Okay, it's gone. All right, that's for me to sync it all up. Kieran, this is the apology. It's 250 words on the dot. I double, triple checked it, and I would like you... Apart from the word apology at the top there, which is just the title for me to make sure I don't type <laughs> I'm not the, reading the title. Don't read the title, but everything that's not in bold or underlined is for you to read. Please start it off. <clears throat> I, Kieran, have lost the weight loss challenge of 2019. What are we going to do, like one in 2020? Maybe. Okay. Well, it's All not right. the challenge. I just want to date the, <laughs> date the episode. <laughs> That's two losses in a row. <laughs> for losing, I would like to apologise to Turch for. Well, you got uh, these. These should be numbered, not not dot points here. Just, just keep going. Thinking I could win this competition in the first place. <laughs> for that, I am sorry. But I have done lots of other bad things, <laughs> which I would also like to apologise for. <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> I am sorry for I'm not sorry for this one <laughs> Always running on Kieran time <laughs> For drunkenly bumming cigarettes And not smoking them correctly <laughs> For the terrible Bob and Jane joke <laughs> For spilling drinks on our podcast guests And in general 
for the forced removal of Indigenous children from their families. (laughs) For always posting the podcast within the margin of error. For the following films. Indiana Jones 4. (laughs) Star Wars 8. The all-female Ghostbusters. (laughs) For always being awesome during our Phillip Island New Year's Day specials. (laughs) For always wanting to group video Facebook chat. What's wrong with that? <laughs> that is great. It was meant to be at inconvenient times, but I didn't have enough words. Yeah, it didn't fit the 250. For the whole Holocaust thing. <laughs> Turch. For always requesting Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, in Singapore, I requested Jimmy Bond. <laughs> <laughs> For secretly funding 9-11. <laughs> For all the toilets I've clogged up. Yes! When? Oh, you have. When? Just guess you <laughs> For liking Harry Potter. Oh, I was a kid. For the Salem Witch Trials of 1692. Salem. <laughs> you said there would be no hard uh, vocab words. S A L E M. Salem. <laughs> for all the jokes I've made about American being dumb, especially the American fans, for championing the following conspiracy theories Flat Earth, the reptilian elite, and that we never landed on the moon. For being a part of academia. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) And for always getting bogged down in details. Yes. (laughs) For all of that, I am sorry. I will strive to be better in the future and eat less poo. Yay! Well done! And that's... I I think that you much preferred (laughs) this apology than the previous one. No, I think I prefer the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to thank... Traj, Alice, my brother, Blaine, Niall, and, uh, and Berger, and Jess for all helping me find out exactly what people wanted you to apologise for. Did you do this at the dinner that I wasn't at? <laughs> I was doing this for like... Look, I'm going to put it out there. I thought I was going to win from the beginning. And I had to prepare myself. And the more, the more I re- prepared this apology, the more I needed to win. <laughs> And this motivated me so much. And it just all, it was a beautiful experience. Thank you, everybody. Yes, Thank you. Uh, uh. <laughs> Next challenge is going to be our comedy special. <laughs> You're going down. You're going down, You're going down my well, friend. That was really good. That was a good apology. Uh, well, Kieran. I'd like to change it up a tone. And it's, not, it up a tone. and it's not a rant. Well, actually, it is a rant. It's a rant. It's a rant in a story. And get, get that get that glass off my and I'm gonna get fire. <laughs> and I'm gonna get bogged down in some details. Alright, alright, here. Right, here we go. <laughs> get a glass off my amplifier. It's not the weather belong. Sorry, it's just so convenient right it there. It is, I know. Uh, You're uh, telling me. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Here's a rant for you. People putting glasses of whiskey on my four thousand dollar amplifier. Well it shouldn't be so table shaped, should it? <laughs> <laughs> There's no sign. You know what? Put, put it on Jess's uh, piano. <laughs> That's not table shaped. <laughs> it's 
a spot right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not very I was in Singapore. You're in yes. Singapore. Doing very important business things. And I've got a Singaporean friend who I caught up with on a Friday night, which was like, let's go out and party. Right? So I was like, I was like, yeah, let's do that. Like I've ditched all I've ditched all these colleagues going out into the Singaporean night. And uh, he goes, We're going to a we're going to a club. And I went, Oh yeah, that's pretty good. And he goes, We're too old for the, the other clubs, you know, being thirty ish. But we're gonna go to this other club. And I said, Okay. And he's like, the girls will come and chat to you and, and they want you to buy them flowers. And I was like <laughs> Oh dear. I was like, What? <laughs> flowers? And he's like, Yeah, they'll come and chat to you. And the, co- the flowers cost $50. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, but why am I... I'm like, what, do, do, do I see their tits? Do, <laughs> do I get anything out like, of these flowers? What, what do I get out of... exchange rate yeah. for flowers to sex? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> That's basically what I was asking, right? <laughs> you know. Um... And he said, "No, they'll come in. They'll come and chat to you, and 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 you know, they'll they'll hang out with you, and and like so, geishas kind of thing." Well, I I still wasn't quite understanding what he meant. We hadn't got into the into the the the, the, the club. club. Anyway, we get into the club, and um, there's there's we're at a table. We're in the pove section, right? You know, <laughs> but there's Standard. there's couches in this club as well. Oh. But you got to spend a minimum of eight hundred dollars to get on the couch, like. Oh, on like fla- like VIPs. VIPs, yeah. yeah Wait, VIP. on flowers? No, just or just, just in general. Just like in alcohol. Just in alcohol okay. and stuff, right? I could do that. <laughs> so on bowl of cognac. So anyway, we're there, and this this um this this girl, this Vietnamese girl, comes and starts talking, and and you had three liters of beer on the table. Yeah. And like you you'd pour all your own. Oh yeah, like a tap sort of thing. Yeah, but it. you'd pour your own, and she's just helping herself some beer and chatting, and then she walks away, and I'm like, oh okay, mm-hmm. all right, she's gone. Um, and then the, the show starts and it's like, all right, we're here for a show. Like, this is, this is pretty cool. And about 14 girls get up on the stage and they're standing in this like V shape and there's this clock counting down from one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. There's a DJ behind them DJing, right? And there's in the, in the, like where all the tables are and people standing and all that. There's these like green lasers like going onto their 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 chest. I'm like, well, that's a bit fucking weird. This why the, why there's like three different like green lasers? Go pull out there. You're selling this cult to me so far. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, and then then there's this person at the front who like points to the girl, and the girl comes down. She gets this this sachet of flowers. And I'm going to Sean. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are there lasers? Why are they getting flowers? What the fuck? I don't understand what's going on. Why is there a timer? <laughs> that for me, that's the weirdest part of okay, all this. Okay, so they those They're actually playing countdown. The yeah, minute, the minute <laughs> that's what I was picturing the giant countdown clock. The minute goes, and then another fourteen girls come on stage. Yeah, and I was like, "What's going on, Sean?" And he's like, "Oh, these are the Thai girls." He said the girls before they were Korean, right? And he goes, "The pecking order goes Korean, Thai, Vietnamese." Oh, I was like, In- "What?" So wait, the highest to lowest or lowest? As in, the most expensive girls are Korean, oh. and the the cheapest girls are Vietnamese. Oh, and ties in the middle. Oh. I was like, no, get it? No, all right. I was just gonna say it's a tie, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this. All right, that was that was terrible. Yeah, apologize yeah. for Can that. Can you continue? I'm <laughs> Make so me lose intrigued. a challenge. <laughs> 
all right. So, so then the, these laser things are still pointing and, and, and the minutes counting down for the Thai girls, right? And a few more Thai girls get flowers, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, then they go off and then the Vietnamese girls come on and only one girl gets a flower out of all the 14, right? And then the minute goes and then the DJ starts DJing up again, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm going like, what the, what the fuck, what, what the fuck's going on? Anyway, Sean's like, oh, just, just wait until the rest of the night goes on. So we're drinking a bit more. Anyway. I love that this friend of yours is just so vague. Like, not giving you anything. You know what? This is exactly how Kieran is, though. He'd be like, he'd take us to something like this in Melbourne. Just, and just, yeah, like, just, just, just wait, wait. Just wait. Just wait. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Anyway, Sean goes, oh, the band's going to get on. I'm like, oh, fucking band. Yeah, like, awesome. Fucking, and he's like, they're not as good as Melbourne bands. I was like, oh, whatever, you know, we're in Singapore, you know, but how great is this? And I look up. And the guitar and the piano and the drums, like the drums are pushed right back on the stage. The guitarists are like right on the corner. Yeah. I was like, so the band's not the main attraction. It's not the feature. It's not the feature. So they start and these like four Korean girls come out and they start singing. Oh. And they start singing between like two of them sing English and then two of them singing Korean. And they're like songs we know in like the, Yeah. yeah. Right. And then a few of them get a hundred dollar sachet. So there's no flowers anymore. They now get the sachet. When you say sachet, are you, do you <laughs> mean sash? Yeah, sachet, whatever. Sash. A sash. Just a sash. A sachet is like what you put your little... It's what like salt packets are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get a sash, sorry. Do you know how much $100 of salt is? <laughs> sachet. I've been to Saracos, mate. I I can get you a deal. Right. Sash. Sash. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Okay. So they're singing. They're getting the this sash of the cash. Sash. Cash yep. sash. This cash. Can you say sash. that? <laughs> yeah. So this, and it says like a hundred dollars on it. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. Why are these people throwing away money? They're not. They're only singing. They're not doing anything. Anyway, Sean's like, oh, okay. Well, they're performing. That's they deserve something. cash. There's no tits, right? <laughs> so anyway, no. Sean's like, he's like, oh. It's about it's about the men here saying it's a status thing. So it's like the men have more like I've given that girl a hundred dollars. What are you gonna do about it, Turch? Like I've got more money than you. Oh. And then so it's like then you've gotta be like, Well, I've got I've got more money because I've now given like two one hundred dollar like, So you say this is like betting on a horse, but the more bets they have, the more they win. <laughs> well, the girls win. Yeah. So they keep the... But, and the, the men keep the status. And they keep and the men keep the status, but the men lose the money. The nightclub gets yeah. 30% and the girls get 70%. That's not bad deal. It's better, probably better than the strippers in Melbourne. Right. But, they but don't, they're not stripping. They're but they're not stripping. Yeah. They're just singing. Anyway, then this Thai boy band gets on, right? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> and they all got... There was five of them. They all got $200 each. Oh. And I was like... I said, Sean, what's going on? He's like, oh, they're probably with some like business or group and they were speaking to them and hanging out with them. And so now their business owners just... Giving them money. Giving them money. So this this singing and performance and then like the, they, all those people that were in the show would come out and like talk and drink and then one of them would get up and do a solo and then, you know, come back. And it, it was just like for two hours, like... It was just like that, and they'll they'll when they get off the stage, they take their their, their sash off and they cash in their money. Right. So the point and, is to be the prettiest or the best singer or what? And Korean, you got to be Korean because that's the top. top oh, well, one. after this after this two hours goes by, the fourteen Korean girls get back up on stage, and the timer is now for <gasps> eight minutes. Oh yes, I want to know what happens when it gets to zero. Eight minutes, right? Oh, and there was a rapper. There was a rapper. 
She was rapping to the DJ as well. She was rapping to there the DJ. There was a, someone separate who's like a rapper with tats, Singaporean rapping. She was actually really good. I was like, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, $2,000 later. She all <laughs> the Korean girls got money, mm. but the, the rapper got $500. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Korean girls go off. Yeah. And then another eight minutes goes on the clock. And then all the Thai girls come on. And they just, they just literally stand there. And most Thai girls got money. And I'm like, how degrading for like the two Thai girls that didn't get any money. Well, that's so I just, I, I'm sorry. I still don't get the point of any of this. this Is proves, there a point? If this doesn't prove that no matter where you go, racism is a thing. That's what I've heard. <laughs> like, you can't erase racism. Well, isn't that the thing? Like, Asians are the most racist to other Asians. Oh, yeah. Well, Chinese don't like Japanese. Like, been, they've been, like, feudal oh, And the whole thing, the, the whole thing was like, don't touch the Vietnamese girls. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like. So racist. What? They were just like, yeah, it's Korean. I still don't get, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just told a story for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, it felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> And you still haven't told me what happened when it got to zero. They walk oh, off they the walk stage. off the stage. And then just another eight minutes. And then another eight minutes. Another, another, group, another yeah. group comes up on stage. I understand Kieran's stories now. I know that <laughs> I've been sitting with him doing this podcast for a year. I understand how the stories are meant to go So now. did you give money to any No, it was like, I'd much rather keep the $50 or the $100. I'm like, they're not getting... Well, this this girl was talking to us and the um the, the some shots came around. I was like, oh, you beauty. Like, we'll do some shots. Anyway, five shots, a hundred dollars. Yeah, Singapore's taxation on uh, no, 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 no. This high. was just a very expensive place because the beer that the three liter beer we had was like hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Whereas no, like, the board. whereas like outside, if we're outside the nightclub, it would have been a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah. No, I know that alcohol in Singapore is very, very expensive because they consider that a luxury. Coffees cost six dollars and eighty cents. Singaporean dollars, also a luxury there. But and so it was like cars and things like that. But like vegetables are like. Dirt cheap. Oh, great country to go. Yeah. Great Maybe country to visit. I know. I've only been to the airport. I've had the opportunity. Also, great place to visit. Also yeah, so clean. <laughs> so clean. But, yeah, wow. So that was your experience of Singapore. Y- yeah. Weird. Like, it was just like, what? The- I mean, I got blind drunk. Like, I woke up the next morning so hungover. You're I'm- like, why do I have a sachet? <laughs> <laughs> Going like, I've got to I've got to get to a conference. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, but yeah. Sounds fun. I still didn't get it. I'd still go. Sure. I'd go watch, just have a couple of shots, look at. Uh, it's maybe be- your friend was giving you the mystery, but like making it more mysterious, just because there is no like. Yeah, like nothing. Well, they do happens. karaoke. No, no. They, if you want something to happen, you go to karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Karaoke there is like our, our prostitutes. <laughs> Sorry, what? Wow. <laughs> Uh, well, how does karaoke... What type of microphone are they singing into? Oh, dear. No, no, because a group of guys... It's on Thailand! <laughs> a group of guys will go into, into karaoke, yeah. and then they'll bring girls in. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you're in those booths, you yeah. know? You're in the booths, and they bring the girls in, and they sit next to you, and you sing, and you have a great time. and It's like geisha sort of thing, but they don't have sex. I don't know, like... Well, later, you can take them to have sex from karaoke. Mm. Yeah. So you got to wine and dine a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to sing to her. I yeah. gave my love a chicken. It had no... Okay, no Simpsons fans here. <laughs> look, ha- look, I wrote the good... I wrote a good apology. This well, should be did. cultural learnings with Kieran. Cultural learnings with Kieran. You taught us nothing. How about country... 
<laughs> How about this one? Country cultural learning. Cu- country cultures with Kieran. K K. No, <laughs> no. Oh, oh well. Very good. Well, so there wasn't really a rant. No, but but you know who does have a rant? <laughs> what? Jess has a rant. I do have a rant. I really. And do. she's been actually yelling about yelling about this to me, and when she said what the idea was, I said I actually had this written down. And I was going to rant about it today, but I'll just let her have the floor because um, I'm not that fired up about it anymore. Because something even worse happened to me today. <laughs> Go on, get fired up. Oh, All right. you can, All right. You've got two. Right. No, 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 no. no. Okay, Kira, have you been cooking a lot more since you've been doing your I have. weight loss? Yeah. yeah. Have you been finding your recipes online? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you look online for recipes. Do you ever get stuck in the fucking loophole that is reading a 10-page essay before the fucking recipe is even on there on the website? No, because I'm pretty smart. What? Are you, what? <laughs> <laughs> Subjective. You didn't know what was going on the whole night and woke up the next day hungover without getting laid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so if, if no one's following me, you Google a recipe. Mm-hmm. You put in what you want into Google. Mm-hmm. Something recipe. Mm-hmm. whole bunch of recipes come up. You click on them. For some reason, every single website about re- of recipes has a 10-page essay before the, the you recipe. You just scroll down. Yeah, that's what I do. But why should I have to fucking scroll down when I click on recipe? If I want to quick kick, like, what was, well, I don't even know what I, I was. I can't remember what you were cooking, and that's beside the point. But yeah. I just remember you just coming up to me and going, what the fuck is this? And, I, and she, this person's written a story about the, the things like, my family at wintertime like to cuddle, uh, warm each other up. I and know. And I warm my family up with my delicious food. I stumbled across this idea back when I was, you know, back 10 years ago and I've been perfecting it ever since. I well, I don't know. Do obviously, not care. Obviously, you read it. I didn't read it. I, I just made that up on the spot. Is, it's basically what it is like. And you just scroll, 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 scroll. But it seems like you're scrolling for a fucking eternity before you get to, all oh, right, I need two tomatoes, one onion. I don't mm. know. It's very you. You just scroll. The preamble never bothered you. The preamble before the recipe is the only thing. Is that to, what it's called? A preamble. Well, what, I don't know. Maybe because I just read so often, I'm just I'm used to skip, just going. Used to scroll. Scroll, skim. Yeah, good, good. So, There's so, the information I so need. So if any, if, you, if Kieran <laughs> is reading your essays and you don't get much of a. Uh, <laughs> But if you don't save that, like a lot of the time I don't save it, then I have to look for it again and then I have to go through the scrolling again. You did, why don't you just go to taste.com? Because that also has the preamble. They also do that. They do the preamble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the wording and stuff. Some chef is like, oh, I've been doing this in my restaurant for five years. It's really popular. Oh, whatever it is. Oh, this is for my family. Well, that bullshit. There's a lot of storytelling before a recipe and I don't understand. There's probably... A reasoning behind it. I think... Yeah, because they need fucking more words yeah. for ads and they need more words yeah. to, to search on... Go- yeah. to get on I Google. think that's, so. why, that's why you pay for cookbooks because cookbooks don't have those preamble stuff. It's like lamb roast and the ingredients and the instructions. Yeah, they, won't, they won't rank on Google if they just are, are short. Yeah. It's like, oh, this had a pre... You know, uh, They're going to fill it with all the keywords. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just so frustrating. I can't deal with it anymore. Cookbooks. Cookbooks. What's even better? Go back old-fashioned. Old-fashioned-y. Right. And, and Read on a spit. Yes, and, do it. Um, get the, get the you know, your parents' cookbook that was like handwritten. No, I can't do that. Have I ever told you about my dad's cookbook? No. <laughs> so my dad used to be a pastry chef um. back in the day. 
a very long time ago, and he was actually quite good in the area that, like, he was wanted by many places because he had all these recipes that he written down in a little blue book. Passed from mother to daughter, father no, to he, son. No, he created himself, like, purely mm-hmm. from scratch. Like, probably ideas from other places that he worked and created some. And every, when he left a place because they weren't paying him enough, like, before he got home, which was only five minutes away, three companies called... You know, that's how in demand he was. Then he became allergic to flour, and that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got this little blue book of recipes that are specially his. So his specialty has always been Italian cakes, like Italian continental cakes, which are the best cakes, and cannoli. Ah. In particular, the custard. The custard the filling and cannoli. And cannoli. Yeah, and it, it's very rare to say this, but he's a vanilla one is about 50 times better than his chocolate one. I can honestly say I've never had a better cannoli feeling. Mm. Like, it's just amazing. And the best part about this is then he makes too much and puts some in the fridge and leaves it for us just That's to right. eat. Just the custard. Oh. But speaking of too much, his recipes are built or are written for cake shops. So you look at his recipe, let's just say, it's like, oh, Dad, how do you make cannoli? He'll look at his recipe, it's like, 200 eggs. <laughs> 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 and you're like, uh-huh. and how many is that for? Uh, 4,000 cannolis. You know? <laughs> and you're like, okay, I want to make like 20. <laughs> you're just going to divide. Divide, yeah. You're going to divide, like, you know, it's like 500 kilos of flour. Uh, <laughs> so definitely... Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want anyway, to Anyway, I hope somebody out there listening to this podcast can feel my pain because it's actually just been driving me absolutely insane. What's your other rant? Well, oh no, just today some bitch didn't let me on the lift because she was just standing there and didn't fucking put, press the button so that I could, you know, keep the doors open. Oh, that is just disgraceful. I think more and more people... I not... lost faith in humanity today. <laughs> I really did. I think more than anything else, and this is what my rant was going to be today, and still is my rant today. <laughs> it's people's lack of spatial awareness. Mm-hmm. And an elevator is a very easy one. Like, people go... like you Hold your the... farts in people when you're in the elevator. Hold your farts. <laughs> well, it's that. But it's like, you pr- like, you're trying to get out of an elevator and people just stand in front of the elevator wanting to get in. Mm. And you're like, well, I need to get out before you get in. But they stand right in the doorway, right in the middle. And you sort of have to like shuffle to the side, like walk out like half a step and then shuffle to the side to get around them because mm-hmm. they're trying to get in. It's that lack of a social awareness. Like I've always ranted about wogs standing in doorways after church. Like that's a real easy one. Uh, <laughs> but like car parks are the same. Like car parks, people will drive, like, you know, it's a two way car park. Like you can go, you know. One goes on the left, one goes on the right, but yada, yada, yada. Because there's no line except right at the end. People just drive right in the middle. So you're trying to get into a car spot or out of a car spot or go around them or go, you know, one going straight, one going forward, one going back, whatever, you know, left-hand, right-hand lane. They're stuck in the middle, so they have to try to turn and then they complain to you because they can't get around you. Do you know what I loved about Singapore? <laughs> right. Is they don't have those problems because the lines are marked. Everything is marked. Yeah. It is so clear. Mm. You know what you need to do. It is Even if they were marked, yes. Uh, we're just the worst. Everyone's just so fucking I think, stupid. You know, I, I almost want them on footpaths because I've been running on the footpath like every, like, you know, a couple of days a week to 
to get fit and win the weight loss challenge and all that stuff. But I've actually been really enjoying running. And people have been on their phones or, or whatever, like listening to music. And I understand, like, it's hard to sort of hear things. But I'll be like, excuse me, and I'll be running. Mm-hmm. And they take one person will take up the whole footpath, not only walking, you know, in the same direction I am, but coming towards me as well. And, like, I'm not going to stop running. And so I'm like, fuck it, I just run on the grass or something like that. But the lack of spatial awareness of understanding how I think we have too much technology in our lives. I've been trying. We're talking to someone the other day where they're like, they were going traveling, how they used to go to the internet cafe. Yeah. And then line up and then write an email home, which was like in Bangkok. Yes. Traveling to such and such won't have emails for a few days. That's how I made my first Facebook overseas in an yeah. internet cafe that we need to go back to that i reckon yeah. we need to go back to the to the just having the list i don't think that's the issue i think people are just fucking stupid like, i just don't care it's like well this is probably one of the points you're going to bring up anthony is that um escalators yes like it's been drained in my mind to stairways escalators whatever because i had a teacher in high school that was always like single file to the left that's how we drive to the left. So that's how you walk up a staircase. And so I always escalators, yeah, escalator, stairways, stay to the left. Yep, stay to the unless left. Unless you're single... like overtaking. Unless and then you're, you're overtaking. To the right. Yeah. So on an escalator, if you're just going to stand there, you should stand there to the left. You shouldn't stand in the middle of the escalator so no one can get around you. That's right. <laughs> hey, um, I listen to a podcast. Who are these podcasts? Yes. Oh, you listen to them. They're actually quite good. But I, I love them. But I haven't finished the one that we apparently get a shout out on. I've yeah. only listened to, um, I think they're bagging some girls or something like that. And they're, they're just listening to them. I'm like, that podcast is terrible. Whoever they're bagging. Yeah. That's just like, they're reading Wikipedia pages or something. It, yeah. I think it's Shaniqua and Porsche or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> What was what did they what they I hear we got a shout out from them. What did they say? We did get a shout out from them. Uh it sort of just wrapped up the whole thing. They sort of t- Is it right at the end? So it's no, nah, it's sort of in the middle. I'll try okay. to find it for you and you can listen to it later. But um remember how we did a bit and I t- explained how to you and our audience yeah. what happened. You thought that you could not run things by the CEO and you fucked up. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we had a serious coconuts on the show. Um <laughs> But what happened was, you know, we took some clips of Carl talking about it and uh, we did it here. And then you said, I said, like, you know, he's a, he, he, and then you made some comments about him being a celebrity and being a bit of a wanker for some reason. Did I? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He does bring that up in the clip as well. But um, then. <laughs> Wait, who are these podcasts? Yeah. 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 Did, I, did I say that about them? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening to that podcast going, does Kieran know what he's talking about? Because now he's bagging. The who are these podcasts yeah, guys? You're like, oh, if he thinks he's so good anyway, he's a wanker. No, nah, like, no, nah. and I was like, no, we saved him. So anyway, Carl liked me. <laughs> Did I say look, that? Look, I, look, look, I, I, I the real apology here. The <laughs> real yeah, apology. Put that back in the apology. <laughs> so very happy to say, Carl likes us and our show. He thinks we, we do we do some pretty good stuff. So I'm very happy about that. But he just sort of wraps it up. But it was really meta because I took clips of him talking about. Uh, the show, and then he took clips of us who took clips of him yeah. on the show. So it was like this inception of in the, of an inception of a podcast. Oh. And it was really great. But look, he did. Um, he just said he, was, he thought we were great, very funny, 
so they're not going to review us because we're too good. Well, I don't know about that. I hope he reviews I hope you. he does this eventually. Or maybe we'll actually get him on the show. Yeah, the <laughs> real one. That would, be, that would be even more amazing. So that Not good. the catfishes. Not the catfishes. No. Was that, is that who I was talking about, the catfishes? No, you were talking no. about... I don't know what you Look, were... You I really what? don't think you were paying attention, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, gen- uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lady in the, in, the, in the studio today. I'm going to try and do my best Alex Jones impression. Because I found this article and I'm just like, I need to be Alex Jones for a while because <clears throat> I have the documents. They're right here. They're all right here. Ah! The government's covering it up again. And what's it about? Bigfoot is real. <laughs> this week, the FBI, unclassified, declassified documents about they're in search for Bigfoot in the 1970s. It's right here, those goddamn reptilians. <laughs> just, the, just so people know at home, he literally <laughs> has the documents. This. You record me. You record me, but you're not recording this. I didn't this. know he was going to do that. Um, Kieran, pick those up. They're legit. He printed out the documents. I'll read them. I printed out, yeah. So, I don't want to bore everyone with the whole science document, so I just want to tell you the story. Of what happened in the 1970s with the FBI. Dear Mr. Cochran. That's Johnny Cochran. There you go. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Johnny Cochran. I'm obsessed with the O.J. Simpson files. Oh. The O.J. The O.J. Yeah. Johnny Cochran being his... Anyway. Peter Byrne. (laughs) Peter Byrne wanted to prove that Bigfoot existed. And that he has spent his whole life trying to prove that Bigfoot exists. In 1946, he, uh, he that was his first opportunity when he found a Yeti while he was in the British uh, British Air Force. <laughs> Just casually found a Yeti. <laughs> um, Guys, uh, I a found photo, a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> a photo on that page shows in that document there that uh, with the famous Yeti sculpt in a temple in the Himalayas, he has another photo showing very big footprints, possibly of Bigfoot. Uh, uh, in, in the past 50 years... He has found three sets, two or three sets of possible Yeti footprints. <laughs> possible. <laughs> with five toes on each oh, foot. Oh, is that a Yeti? And left toe. That's, yeah, look, that's the classic photo. Oh, no, he's wearing a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and he does this, he does it full time, seven days a week. And he said that in the 1990s. And to this day, he is still an active hunter. So what did the FBI a Yeti hunter. It's a Yeti slash Bigfoot hunter. So what did those FBI files actually say? On well, nineteen in the nineteen seventy in the nineteen seventies, he got Peter Byrne, who's this Yeti slash Bigfoot hunter, got in contact with the FBI. Because he had evidence of Bigfoot. And what that evidence was was a hair follicles. Hair follicles. Yeah, I'm reading about that right now. <laughs> what I'm reading is that uh, postgraduate students don't know how to address letters. No. Because I, I had to deliver a, a, a seminar on how to address a letter. And I and write a letter. And, geez, these are written really well. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. These are... Sorry. It's just letter. comical timing. No, it's all right. But nonetheless, he sent in that follicle of hair. And I, no, I can see where this is going. <laughs> and, and he sent it in. And they did all these tests, which is all in those documents. It's free to, to do that sort of, to look at it online. They were doing it for six years. They were looking at this hair for six years. <laughs> Wait, just one guy in a microscope. 
That's what he did every day for six years. And they came up with the thing. So this is a quote from the from the article. <laughs> we do not often come across hair which we are unable to identify the hair that we have now. Uh, we have about 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin. It is the first we have obtained in six years that we feel may be of importance. That's what um, the Yeti hunter sent to the FBI person. Um, the hair sample you said... Okay. At the, um, and then after all of that, after all of that, they found that the hair that he sent in yes. was of a deer. Uh, <laughs> after six years. Dear hair. <laughs> Dear hair. Um, anyway. Couldn't that it took them six years to establish that it was Well, they probably just went, hair. oh, yeah. <laughs> Put it aside for six years. Oh, shit, we better see how that hair's going. Anyway, there's a letter oh, here. A there's a letter here from um, Peter, who is from the Bigfoot Information Centre and Exhibition. Yes, he is. That's Peter. Who writes, from time to time we've been informed that hair, supposedly of a Bigfoot, has been sent for examination to the FBI, has been examined by the FBI, and with the conclusion as a report of the examination that it was not possible to compare the hair with that of any known creature on this continent. Oh, but, but it was a deer. In, that's, earlier, <laughs> that's earlier on in the piece. Before yeah. they realised so it they was a deer. So basically, we can't compare it and they've gone, wait a minute, we can't compare it to everything. But I just love... <laughs> wait, just, as, just for a second, I imagine deer hairs would be quite short. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've never touched deer. a deer. Please understand that our research here is serious. <laughs> I feel That's like, from Peter. Yeah. That's from Peter. You have to put that in a Just letter. Just so you know, guys. Wait, hey, no, this it's is not real. a joke. This is real. This is real life. I'm sending you some real data. No, but seriously, right? deer hair, I want to Google it because deer hair, surely they're quite short. You know what the best thing about this whole experience is that all those documents, there's like 20 pages of documentation about Peter sending in the hair, this and that, and it coming out being deer hair. Do you know what the best part about this is? That he does not remember doing that at all. <laughs> so this guy's about... 80, 80 yeah. 85 or Does he have dementia like though? No. He's just a regular guy. He's still hunting Bigfoot to this day. And he never remembers sending in any hair to the FBI for examination. Um, yeah. You know, it recently... Uh, yeah, so he's never seen one. He'd love to see one. And he noted that he once found in the Pacific Northwest a huge footprint, which would have been an upright mammal with five toes and a 46-inch stride... And we had, and this is what he said recently. We had a sighting ten days ago of Bigfoot from a very reliable source, very good friend of mine. So there you go. Just FYI, deer hair is like really short and like spindly, like uh, it's prickly. And when did this get declassified? Uh, this last week. <laughs> It should have been declassified ages ago. Okay, That's but you know what? Hilarious, because uh, this was part of an article, so they obviously did a bit of a background check yeah. on this guy and stuff. And there's actually like more information than uh, I've seen about. Like it goes a bit deeper. So to uh, burn the gentleman who sent in the hair, pled guilty in August 2013 of defrauding the Social Security Administration. Uh, and the Oregon P- Department of Human Health Service and Medicaid out of about $78,000, concealing his travels outside of the USA between 1992 and 2012. So for 20 years, he was defrauding him. Stole about $80,000 because he was on the hunt for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, he had about $85,000 in uh, banks outside of things. He found a copy of, he sent to uh, publishers and this and that for any royalties to be sent to books to, to be sent to his bo- uh, girlfriend just to try and like offset things. So he's obviously written books about Bigfoot and this and that. So he, so he was hunting for Bigfoot, mm. d- defrauding the American system, sending in information and, and fake, basically deer hair to the FBI this man wasted more time with the government talking about Bigfoot and using government funds to research Bigfoot. I cannot fault him to whatever he's done. I'm very proud of this man. I'll tell you what, I'm learning a lot about deer hair. <laughs> um, As the CGD, the first, the what do you think? <laughs> the the C- just as the CG- CGD. Is the what? Is the CGD? CGD. DG. CDG. You're so... CGD. What is the OCD? DG. What? CGD. What's the... Four, <laughs> what's the 411? You are so dyslexic. DGC. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the chief dog groomer. Yeah. Hence, D before G. Yeah, CDG. Ah, the chief groomer of dogs. <laughs> yeah, just like on the COE, the chief officer of executives. <laughs> Look, everyone's tuned out now. They have no care for our titles. Well, I'll tell you what. The first thing that came up when I typed in deer hair is buying deer hair. So maybe he bought it. Maybe. Oh. Because apparently it's popular for Sorry, just I know I know people out there listening, but that reading those was hilarious. I just love that one. It's like the FBI approves <laughs> the analysis of these hairs. It's amazing. It's six years of wasting government time looking at hairs that were meant then to two, be Bigfoot. If there shall be approval, a letter shall be sent. <laughs> I, sometimes I go, I think I should be working in government. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking something state. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, articles, people. What articles. have you got there? What have you got some news for us? Back from Singapore, straight to the news of Australia. That well, that's right. Um look. This one caught my attention because, you know, I've been doing a bit of air travel. Um, an air a lady travelling Air Canada. Wake up freezing cold in a pitch black empty plane. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about this? No. I saw the headline, but I didn't click on it. So now oh. I'm very intrigued. Well, a lady who was traveling uh, in, in Canada, um, the plane landed and then it took off again to land at the next airport. So she didn't get off that plane. So she just stayed asleep. Right. But she gets to a f- the final destination and she's still asleep. And then they push the plane. They've cleared out the plane. The flight attendants have cleared out the plane. And they've pushed the plane back so away from the gate. And they've locked it all up. And then she woke up. You know, it was dark. And, like, couldn't get out. Um, how did they... I have a question for you. <laughs> I how have multiple s- questions. <laughs> how does someone sleep heavier than me? Because <laughs> even I would, like, the plane's Where was landing, she sleeping? are popping. Where was she sleeping that the flight attendants didn't wake her up and kick her off the plane? I Well, I, I, I don't know. I think oh. she was at the back of the plane. They just left a sleeping woman on the plane while they cleaned it up and closed the doors. Yeah. Oh, and then when she, she tried to FaceTime her friend, like, to tell her friend, and then her phone died... So she'd been out for like that long. <laughs> this is not real. No, this is, this is genuinely real. She was found because she managed to open the door. Right. But you know, when they, um, 
you know when they land they un- they do that key thing and they um unsecure yeah. it or whatever because yeah. if you open the door when it's secured then the the slides yeah so but she met so that so she opened the door and she was just standing there and she managed to sos with her um like she had a torch oh yeah and like wave and get one of the baggage handlers who then i can't believe that someone would just stay on a flight that long and don't okay first stop air canada has said that they are reviewing the incident yeah okay the review is one what was she on she was definitely on like a sleeping drug it just seems like somebody didn't do their job well what was interesting Qantas, because this this came out Qantas. Refused to ask, uh, answer any of the journalists' responses. Same with Jetstar. But Virgin Australia said that it's part of their policy that flight attendants have to sweep the whole aircraft, including checking all the overhead bins. Yeah. Mm. Like lost babies or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's what I keep and, and toilets and have to do a full sweep before they can all leave. Yeah, that's what you have to do at any job before you lock. <laughs> I used to work at a swimming pool. Before we locked up, we had to make sure all the bathrooms were clear. Like, you just had to do that before you lock a place up. Especially an airplane, I'd imagine. That's pretty cool. I know. I don't believe her. She's bullshitting. Uh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I would have raided the food. That's what I would have done. Where's the alcohol? Oh, I was thinking you mean like airplane food. I'm like, why? <laughs> That's like a... You don't like airplane food? Not that I dislike it, but if I had the choice of not, of something else, I would go for something else. Yeah, fair enough. It depends, like, also which airline and what sort of food you're getting. Mm, yeah. I prefer, like, like the breakfast over the lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So, so you get, like, a sausage and yeah. stuff like that. But lunch is, like, a terrible sandwich or something like that. Yeah. Mm. What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> All right. My, my article kind of ties into planes, sort of. <laughs> well, it does, really. Okay. <laughs> let, let me continue. Nearly 100 drivers followed a Google Maps detour and ended up stuck in an empty field. Hooray! <laughs> have you ever been like... Wait, oh, Google maybe Maps do detours? Yeah. Yeah. So you if there's too much traffic... It, so no, it gives you the option. Yeah. I know when I've been driving, it says um, that there is a detour. Oh, Would you like congestion? Con- yeah, there yeah, is a yeah. detour. Would you like to follow the detour? So this is the article here. <clears throat> Technology isn't always foolproof, as about 100 Colorado drivers learned when Google Maps offered them a supposedly quick way to get out of a traffic jam. A crash on Peña Boulevard, a road leading to Denver International Airport. That's how it tied in. Oh, well done. What a segue. What a twist. (laughs) Prompted the app to take drivers on a detour on Sunday, but it was too good to be true. The alternate route took drivers down a dirt road that rain had turned into a muddy mess and cars were started sliding around. (laughs) (laughs) Some vehicles couldn't make it through the mud and about 100 others became trapped behind them. Connie Monsees was on her way to pick up her husband at the airport when she encountered the wreck on Peña Boulevard. I thought maybe there's a detour and pulled it up on Google Maps and it gave me a detour that was half the time. It was 43 minutes initially and it was going to be 23 instead. So I took the exit and drove where they told me to. There was a bunch of other cars going down the dirt road too. So I guess it was okay. It was not okay. (laughs) 
You know what that's... Dirt, maybe because I lived somewhere with dirt roads, but dirt roads in weather conditions. Just avoid. Just, just you know, yeah. you know just use I'm, common sense. You know what I'm reminded of? when they talk, Like, you're talking about this, it's a dirt road, they're slip sliding, it's uh, meant to be a shortcut. Remember that scene? Have you seen Blues Brothers? Mm-hmm. You've seen Blues Brothers? Of course yeah. you have. You know when there's like, they're driving to Chicago <laughs> and all the cops are following them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh-oh. We're a bit late. I'm going to take a shortcut. He turns down the dirt road and his car's just fine because they're on the mission from God. And all the cop cars just slip slide down that hill. Yeah, and yeah. One do. slips around and flies into the truck. That's what you're picturing? That's what I'm picturing in my head. <laughs> well, apparently Google said the road was not marked as private. So Google automatically, but it was a private road. <laughs> so there you go. Um, my favourite thing about all of this is the the picture in the article. There's a whole bunch of like cars like piled up, and and then a whole bunch of people just scratching their heads, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh dear, how do we get into this mess? Do, do you remember? Remember that you know Ben, Ben and Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I only ben. have one friend. No, we've got a couple of friends named Ben. So yeah, no, glad to clear that us. up. Yeah, when he was living out in the whoop whoop. Right, there was there was one event. <gasps> oh my god! Yes, I know the road you're talking about. That wasn't a road; like it had a it, dead end. Well, it, no, no, it was a road, but in the middle there was like this, um, this um, wall of clump of dirt, a mound. It was. It was basically on Google Maps. It was marked as a road you could go through, but you couldn't go through it. Yeah, and right. it was, was the a, only was way Google Maps would take you through it. Yeah. I had the I had my dad's four wheel drive. In fact, I don't even think we had Google Maps then. I think it was just on our GPS. G- GPSs. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have Google Maps. It was on our we GPS. We didn't have phones to check another way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a four wheel drive, and I thought, ah, oh, fuck this! I've got a four wheel drive. I can go over this. The four wheel drive basically, like, there's the mound. Yeah. Stuck. All the wheels are <gasps> off. Like not touching. <laughs> not touching the yeah. um the ground, and I was sitting there going. I was going, do I call you guys because I'm the last? <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard about this, so I'm guessing you opted not I'm to I'm going, do I call you guys because I'm the last one there? You're probably all drunk, so maybe someone's sober and we can help push the car? Like, yeah. Or do I get RACP? You to- obviously went with RACP. I obviously I went with because <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to face the embarrassment of... <laughs> Of your being drunk and coming down to be like, oh, you fucking idiot. I had literally had a. Mo- uh, the and the guy, the guy said same. it happened once a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Because I got stuck there where the GPS told me that was the only way I could go. And I didn't know any other way to go, especially because in that area, all the streets are all named very similar things. It's like one, like two, three, three on four, five. a street called 7th Avenue. But uh, 7th yeah. Avenue went across, <laughs> it just went all different directions. It was chaos. But yeah, I cried one night because I got so lost out there. And there's kangaroos everywhere. It's crazy. But I'm really glad it's taken you about 15 years to tell me that story. <laughs> the truth comes out <laughs> on the show, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, would you like to hear some news about the Pope? Yes. Because the Pope... Um, um, <laughs> Always! <laughs> because the Pope and Madonna, I think... <laughs> oh my God, did they have sexy time? <laughs> I think... Yes. Well, I don't know what's happening with this world because I think that... Either this my really... mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body, my body's telling me yeah. <laughs> what a clip! What what an isolated anyway. 
No, you, yeah, the Pope and Madonna, you know, getting it on. Well, look, can I ask a question? <laughs> you know, can I ask a question? Do you think that a news organisation could fundamentally... This get, is how we get on Pornhub. Get things the Pope wrong. Pope and Madonna. Oh, no one's going to watch that. <laughs> like, You're not wrong. Madonna offered to suck everyone's dick the votes for Hillary Clinton. If and did she? Yeah, and she yeah. and and obviously that's why Hillary Clinton lost. <laughs> Nonetheless, so here are two articles. I was going to bring only one in, and then I found the second one. I'm like, Jesus Christ, back to back. Okay, so these were the two headlines: "Thou shall not gossip." Pope tells hairdressers, and then the other one. <laughs> Exactly my thought. Like, is he bald? Is he wear a hat? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, this is the other one. Madonna wants the Pope to know that Jesus supports abortion. Now I look. <laughs> okay. First of all, first of all, one. Why is the Pope at the hairdressers, and why is he saying this? Sorry, is it just me or is anyone picturing the Pope at like fucking? Um... Just cuts. Just cuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm picturing like um, coming to America. Uh- <laughs> And it's the Pope playing all the black characters too. He's in blackface. He's fine. He's legal to do mm. that. So the Pope... Yeah, so he just said um, he exonerated... Uh, Pope Francis has warned against gossiping amongst friends and neighbours and that he says it should be avoided in those modern temples of cheap talk. Beauty parlours and hair salons. So he's now calling beauty parlours and hair salons uh, modern temples of cheap talk. Oh, boo! Uh, yeah. Oh. Effie who cuts my so hair. So he wasn't... Oh, my God, Effie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about Effie. Have <laughs> you told the Effie story on this show? I can't I remember. So, yeah. yeah, we've definitely told that one. Uh, uh, is yeah. she still cutting your hair? She, yeah, she is a saint. <laughs> she does good things to your well, hair. They, well, speaking she, of saints... She does. 45 minutes. I still doesn't... I can't <laughs> get over... 45 minutes. But it gets washed as well. Yeah. And we have a good yarn. Yeah. Well, no more of that, says the Pope. Uh, France, uh, Pope Francis actually noticed, uh, noted that their patron saint of Saint Martin de Porres, a 14th century barber slash surgeon, who joined... Barber surgeon. Surgeon barber. <laughs> who joined the Dominican Republic in Peru and spent much of the help in the poor and sick. Italian barbers, this is interesting to note, and beauty parlors are traditionally closed on Mondays. Because it's Italy. Because it's Italy. They're also closed on Tuesday, Tuesdays. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're going to book them in, but only if before, after lunch. <laughs> okay, so let's go to Madonna. Now, Madonna has wants the Pope to know that Jesus supports abortion. Now, first of all, I'm just going to say, one, if you were to put a million dollars on who you think knows the Bible more. Madonna. <laughs> and the Pope and Madonna. I, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think sports bet would um, give you any odds. <laughs> it would be one-to-one for the Pope, right? But. Well, abortion really wasn't, was it a thing? Were they doing, like. They didn't even have cesareans yet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, were they, like, doing abortions? That should be our next like... challenge. We both read the Bible. That would be torturous for me. I've already done it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did a long time. I, I mean, I'm, I'm critiquing. It. I'm reading it. I'm correct. No, but honestly, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't have had abortions uh, uh, unless they had like some sort of backyard abortion. Oh, it's there. pretty easy. Just push them down the stairs. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If so anyway, so I don't know. Madonna. I don't think, no, no, I don't think they would have. Not having read the Bible, so I, clearly I can state this. They wouldn't have had that back when they wrote 
they wrote it, so it wouldn't have been a, a thing. That's it's, what I mean. So a how new, would Jesus would approve? It, it's a so new, it's Madonna, a new thing. Yeah, wrong. Uh, so let's go, let's no, go. No, let's, no, let's, no. But she's actually no. got her reasoning. Would no, you like no, to hear no, her no, reasoning? No, one second. No, no. It's just it's not. I don't think the church has any grounds on it because it wasn't covered. 2,000 uh, years ago, they didn't write about it because they didn't know about it. Well, do you want to hear huh? Mo- huh? Madonna's yeah, reason? Yeah, there we go. Oh, no, no, go. Okay, so the 60-year-old queen of pop who grew up a Catholic says she wants to change the Vatican's stance on reproductive rights. Here, here. Uh, so this is what she said. Let's talk about Jesus' point of view about women. Let's talk about it. Do you think that Jesus would agree that a woman has right to choose what to do with her body? Uh, and So she said all this said the pop star, who was wearing an eye patch to promote her Madam X album. I think <laughs> Pro Francis would be open to having that conversation with me. So I this, like that they added she was wearing yeah, an eye so patch. Yeah, so she's sitting there talking to, like, it's us in the room. She's just like, with an eye patch on. Yep, I reckon I could talk to the Pope and get him to be into a So in other words, a journalist asked her a question, <laughs> which she just got off, off, the, off the cuff, which they've now taken as a news story, and yeah. it probably had nothing to do with the major yep. of whatever she was promoting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, she got a plug in here, didn't she? Yeah, well, that's it. And then uh, she did it. Worked. So she says here, uh, and the Holy Water singer, so there's a new song called yeah. Holy Water singer, has previously spoken about being excommunicated several times from the Catholic Church, but says her rebellious image is part of her work. Uh, she, uh, Madonna added that, that her childhood dream was to be a nun and wears Christian imagery because of her uh, devotion to Catholicism. Didn't she change religion? Isn't she that one that where the. Isn't she that, like, um... Fuck, what's it called? I don't know, but she changed her that, accent. That's that, right. No, there's a religion that, like, a whole bunch of celebrities were for a little while. Scientology. Scientology. No, 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 no. They all, they all wore the red, um... um oh, I'm not sure. Oh, fuck. I'm I not sure. Some, some sort of, like... I'm gonna go. Is it the one where they, they blew into the rings and then went... <laughs> She is Stonecutter. <laughs> Stonecutter. Give her uh, the, the stone of triumph. <laughs> put it on, put it on. All right, we um, we went, I, yes. I just I just can't believe they didn't muck up the names on both of those articles. I would have said that Madonna sh- says, you know, don't gossip in the hair salon. And Kabbalah. Then, oh, is she Kabbalah? Yeah. Kabbalah. <laughs> Kabbalah. <laughs> I'd worship Kabbalah. <laughs> Let's put it out there. And it's Sun the Twiggy. <laughs> Uh, we all went to an escape room. We did. The other day. By the other day. It was a while a ago. A month ago. Two months ago. <laughs> uh, what What did you guys think of that experience? Whose team was I on? Was I on your team? You were on my Jess. team. I was on your team. How, and, and how did I perform? What's my performance evaluation? I, I'll be completely honest with everybody in this room. I was very surprised. You were very organised. You and I, let, we led the team. We, we did. And I think it was our laid back approach. Uh, yeah. And we were, we were like the worst. Well, everyone was like really upset to be on an out team. Yeah, I know. But we were the ones that did the best work. We, we did found the it. best clues. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, showed them. We did. Anthony and Trash. You know, and it's, you know, you tr- put in a code into a door and it doesn't work. Well, put it in five more times. It's not going to work. No. That's right. That's what they were doing. I know. We were just like, well, you know. We tried other things. Yeah. Your team let us down. Your team did let us down. We, <laughs> made, it, we made it much further than your team. We, yeah. we met in the middle. Plus, Because they were hung up on something. I was right. disappointed yeah. that we couldn't drink in the escape room. Correct. Yeah, you, that was 
main thing you were crapping on about the entire well, time. You did, you, okay, put it out there. We all got there early to have some drinks beforehand. You came in there on Kieran time. You came 10 minutes late after we told you to get there an hour early. <laughs> no, because it was, I was working. Anyway, was the stu- anyway, you got an article, something about an escape room. I mean, I got rushed into, I could have had a beer. Can oh, I just tell you, he was also in charge of the radio. And, yes, we know. And he kept going, mine. <laughs> break it, break it. <laughs> we need a clue. <laughs> and then they stopped answering us. <laughs> and we never got out. <laughs> We're in we, there right now. We Welcome to the escape room yeah, podcast. It's Karen here again. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I was looking up. Other podcasts, like I do some stuff here on this podcasting um, Facebook page, and this guy answered my question, and I checked out his podcast, and he has the same voice that I oh do. Oh my god! <laughs> Why didn't you show your voice doppelganger? Oh, I will do it. I'll bring it in next week. All right, fair because enough. I listen. You know to what podcast. voice I don't I must like. admit, like he when he told me this, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I, I he played it. Me being his girlfriend of nearly seven years was like. Holy shit, that is you. What the fuck is going on? Very confusing. You do the best impersonation of me. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> that was my impression. All right, go. Go, tell us your article. Something about an escape room. You couldn't drink. So, yeah, I couldn't drink, so I was disappointed. Anyway, the employees at Palace Games, which is an escape room, have said that they have seen it all with drunken breakups, proposals, dad's gone wild. What is it like to work at an That's escape room? That's going to be the worst porno ever. Dad's gone wild. The worst porno ever. I know exactly what it's like to work in an escape room. They would just be so fucking over people going on the radio. Ah, break a break. <laughs> we need a clue. They've seen six marriage proposals. Who's proposing in an escape room? They've seen a grandpa headlessly dive headfirst down a slide, oh, and bust open his 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 head. We didn't get slides. <laughs> I know. That is exactly what I thought. <laughs> They've seen a drunk guy pick a fight with his friends for solving problems too slowly for his liking, <laughs> only to get outing. dumped on his birthday. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. And then they just get general general groups. Um. <laughs> that was a, why was that an article? <laughs> How was that news? No, because because <laughs> it's great news. Um. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, that's not news. <laughs> Do you not see the news article right here? There's no, nothing they else look- in there. It's what? a promotion for this, really. They've it's, paid, they've, uh, they've yeah, paid for course. it to go in the newspaper and, you know. Uh, um, but look at him. Look at him. There you go. They, they look like fun, don't they? I wanted to know what the dad went wild in. Oh, and they said they don't serve alcohol. Well, we we, we got alcohol before and after, but you're not allowed to bring alcohol into mm. the escape room. And but you, you could leave the escape room to get alcohol. You absolutely yeah. could because you are an alcoholic. You needed to do that. <laughs> You could last five minutes. I, I was like, there's no way that... Because people... My my thought was people are going to get really intense over this hour. You know, they're going to get really worked up and they're going to take it really seriously and then there's going to be fights and arguments and if I've got to spend time in a room, I might as well be drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell why we all did so, so well. 
Well, I was like, I'm going to have a few beers and then everyone complained about being on my team and that it was going to be terrible. And then we had to go through the first clue and we just pressed a couple of buttons and we got through. So that was just a fluke. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then we went into the next room and we're stuck on something for an awful long time. And me being like, okay, we're allowed a clue. That was part of the terms and conditions of being there. We're allowed a clue. So I said, call up Kieran on the radio, annoy the shit out of him and ask for a clue. But the two other boys that were on our team were so adamant. It was like uh, telling them to ask somebody for directions. They were so adamant. We don't need a clue. We don't. If we hadn't have got clues, we would never have passed the next. We week. should also not pick the hardest room. We, that was we the, did you pick know, the hardest. As the first room. time. Yeah, that was that was your mistake. Oh, that was because the only one I could fit everybody in. You know, but that's okay. Next one will be easier and it'll be more, more. Fun. Yeah, I want to do another one. That sounds good to me. Oh, Kieran, do you have a middle name? You don't have to say it. I know what it is. You know. <laughs> so yes, Jess, I know you have a middle name. Obviously, I have a middle name. Uh, have you ever wanted to change your middle name? No. No, you happy really? Middle name? Well, y- yes, it's Gregory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, Dad. <laughs> but um, I don't use it that often. Yeah. I was actually when I graduated. They, they read out my name, like my full Kieran Gregory Thorpe. And I was like, where the fuck did Gregory come from? <laughs> it's Gregory. You, just, you usually do, occasionally you'll say, <laughs> Kieran G. Thorpe. <laughs> That's cool. Do I? <laughs> Have some more scotch and you might just, do, might just do that. But yes. Well, you know who uh, also... I know I don't want to change because of my signature's down pat. It's a uh, K and it's a G. Oh, you've, got, it's a, you've got your middle name yeah. in your signature. Yeah. That's very classy. I like my middle name. I'd have to change my signature and that's just too hard. But do you know who doesn't like his middle name? Or didn't like his middle name? Oh. Macaulay Culkin. Oh. Mm. <laughs> that's a good point. Hold that. How did you get your signature down? Oh, I, I, <laughs> she, she's got a signature of a 14-year-old girl. Because when I was 14, <laughs> I had to get a passport and they forced me to create a signature and I then... I had to use my passport to get my driver's license and I had to get it. So it's stuck. That's sorry. That's <laughs> I want to see it. It's really terrible. So I hate it. I want to change This it. is a little bit of old news, but like, you know, I found it recently. I thought I'd bring it in. In December, Macaulay Culkin wrote on a website article saying that he was looking for a new middle name and he stated, my na- middle name is something dumb. Larry Orange. Honestly, I can't even remember. All I want for Christmas is a new name. Oh, fucking change it. Don't be the kind of person who cries on Christmas. Be the kind of person that chooses my middle name. So he Pre- opened it to the public. So he opened it to the public. P- previously, his name middle name was Carson. So it's Macaulay Carson Culkin. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It's a lot. It's a so, lot of k- Macaulay Carson Culkin. Correct, yeah. you know. Uh, so the Home, the, Alone k- star, k- yeah. the Home Alone star took the Twitter. Wasn't to he on drugs or something like that? Wasn't uh, he nah, like he's yeah, for a little while, but yeah. he's great now. I he's love great. him. The homeless I took to Twitter to find a new name, and there were five options for people to vote on. Now, one of them was there were five options. First option for his middle name was Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Culkin. That's what he. Yeah, he could have been Macaulay Sharkwick Culkin. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Number three was Macaulay Kieran Culkin. <laughs> How is the Kieran spelt? Exactly the way you spell it. Ah, good man. Well done. Number four was Macaulay, the McRib is back, Culkin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And the final one was Macaulay Publicity Stunt Culkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's so, funny. after 100,000 votes, there was a winner with 61,000 votes. Mm-hmm. 61%. 61% of the votes. Uh, Macaulay Culkin is currently named Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I uh, love that. Uh, McRib. McRib. The funny thing is they were all really stupid names and then Kieran was Yeah, I know. Just, well, they're all really stupid names. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do they listen to this podcast? Can you or? imagine if Macaulay Culkin listened to this podcast? I would be flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm sure he does not. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty amazing, but yeah. That's Although he's a pretty strange guy, like he's very like uh, he could, he could, he could, he might. We should reach out to him, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. If you're listening, we love you. Drop us a line. <laughs> Send us a rant. Send us a rant. I think we've been over an hour. Believe it or not. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> we spent twenty minutes on, on Singapore. It's, it's Singapore. because. I make it more fun, isn't it? Um, uh, look, just clip out Jess's part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just clip out But anyway, but thank you, f- both of you, being back this year. Thank you, Kieran, for another amazing episode and for fantastically reading an apology. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I passed this off over here. I thought I was doing the outro. <laughs> I was promised outro benefits. All right, where are we? <laughs> Oh, am I thanking you as well? You thank oh, Kieran. You thank you. Well, first of all, congratulations, both thank of you, you. on your you. weight loss achievements. Um, I'm very impressed and can't wait to see you both slowly stack that back on <laughs> <laughs> over the next six months. Jess will not be attending any episodes in the future. Um, yes, thank you, Kieran. Thank you, Turch, for another wonderful episode. Um, for... Let me go. We'll be like outro. <laughs> For all your wanking needs, yeah. make sure Call you- Jess on 1-800-555. Macaulay Culkin. I have a 1-800 number. That's yeah. It's 1-800-SEX-CAUDRON. <laughs> but in all, serious, in all seriousness, for all your dog grooming needs. <laughs> Wait, you want the dogs to what now? To gr- I, I groom dogs. That's my job. Yes, plug, plug. Yes, I was trying to. Cuts for pups. Yes, that's my business name. If you need your dog groomed, how do they contact you? On Facebook or cuts Instagram. Cuts for pups. Yeah, or cuts Instagram. for pups. But cuts for pups on Instagram is with double p at the end. Yes, of pups. the uh, yeah, that's correct. All right. So for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Ooh, I can listen to us now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook, and if you would like to send hate mail. Death threats or a rant, record it on your phone and email it to us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Bam. Outro done. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Is that how you finish an episode? <laughs> Bam. Done. We'll see you all next Thursday. Oh, yes. <laughs> And we will see you <laughs> next Thursday. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had that. Like, we had that in, yeah. <laughs>
pretty tame. A long time ago, mm. in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> we got a message. Mm. Oh! <laughs> from, you said you were going to play it? From a fan. Uh-huh. And it's a new fan, and uh-huh. she had her sexy friends with her. Speaking of sex lines, would you like... Oh, uh, you haven't got headphones. That's right, I'll, I'll listen yeah. to Jess's. Haven't oh. you had headphones this whole time? No. No, my headphones have broken. Yeah, have I've broken. heard it. He can have mine. No. He can have mine. I just want this you... is a professional podcast, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I warmed them up for you. Thank there you. you. Oh, my ears feel cold now. So in a, in a galaxy far, far away, we got a uh, fan sent us a... Uh... Is this a death threat? <sighs> it or feel... is it a rant? You know, when I listened to it, it felt like a death threat. Okay. Um, and sometimes... Is it Alice? And sometimes... It's Alice, isn't it? <laughs> Just, you just, <laughs> when you need me to pause it for you to make comments, um, you just let me know. I can't hear. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> hey guys, it's long time listeners and first time contributors. Um, it's Lucy and Tiff and Britt and we just wanted to send you a little Lucy, rant. Tiff and Britt. Yeah, that's that's um, our drunken alter egos. I'm <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> obviously. Um, I'm not associated a with girls this. Night and we're having a bit of a chat about... You're not associated with this. We're having a girls night. Uh Things that girls chat about. Things that make you go, mmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Brit. <laughs> Things that make you go, mmm, that feels like a, a McDonald's yeah, commercial. When look. when was this recorded? I don't know, In, a few weeks ago. Okay, a few weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> Penises. <laughs> and butt play. And... Can, can I just add something? So, when Alice gets drunk, so we developed this alter ego for mm-hmm. Alice over New Year's when she oh. got so drunk and she became someone else. We called her Lucy because some people, it's a long running joke. Someone used to call her Lucy all the time, thinking that was her real name. Obviously, it's Alice. Um, and then we were drinking and she wanted to record something as Lucy. And then I told her, maybe Lucy should have a lift. <laughs> and she ran with it. And- Things. And we were really excited <laughs> and we decided to go to Sexy Land and she's did, did actually going to kill you. Even though she sent it, she's going to kill you. She's so upset. Now, more than anything else, this apparently, look, I listened to it all three and a half minutes. I'm not going to subject anyone to that, but. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Come on, you know what? You can take it home. I'll send it to you. you take it. Is she in the inbox? You can hear. We oh, what's? I don't know the password. <laughs> um, I've said this before. I don't check the emails. It's very true. It's, it's all me. Um, I'm that. screwed when I get a new computer for when I the times I upload because I just. One web browser's got my own personal SoundCloud and the other web browser's got WooDot and I made that mistake once before. That's right. So now I'm like, I can't remember which web browser. I'm like, oh, that says WooDot. Okay, so I upload there. And it just works. It's good. I don't sign in. It's good. Also, Anthony was listening to this before and he was like, Jess, there seems to be some sort of smooth jazz playing in the background. (laughs) What is that? And I was like, oh, that's just a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. (laughs) 
No, my favorite thing about this is, is the uh, love song vocal fry in her voice. That's my favorite thing. I love the octave she can reach. Hi. <laughs> Don't make fun of her. <laughs> make fun of Luffy. <laughs> I'm only making fun of Lucy. You know she, the Lucy voice reminds you of, remember in Lunatics, the really yeah, tall that, chick? Yeah, that's where I got it from. Oh, very good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't finished Lunatics. <laughs> cool story. That'll do. <laughs> that's what we end on. 